Hello and welcome to episode number 57 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. We'll also have a segment called Kurt Facts where my brother Curtis researches some of the players from the previous episode and I pass that in, that information, those facts on to y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts, and new episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And we're always, always looking to promote veterans charities. So contact us and we can help you give to a veterans charity of your choice or partner or have a partnership with us and we can help you do that. Um, today we will be discussing 1994 OPG, um, a Canadian brand of card. Um, in this set, there's um, there's not really no, any notable rookies. Um, there's a lot of Hall of Famers we'll look for and some insert cards there. Um, but we'll go ahead and get to the description of that. We'll do the description today, uh, today first, and um, then we'll get to the Kurt Fax segment, and then we'll rip open the pack. Um, and again, thanks for the support from everyone. And um, a little bit of a promo for the, our CV's Tend to Check Out podcast. It's new. We have a couple episodes out of it. It's uh, sharing the joy of music in hopes of bringing back old memories or helping listeners discover unfamiliar artists, bands, or songs that they might want to look further into. Um, where we play uh, clips of 10 different songs. And my brother Curtis uh, looks up information and tells us his what he thinks about the songs. And they might be songs that fly under the radar for most listeners and um, then we ask for your comments and we also uh, give to veterans charities on that podcast as well so check that one out and then listen to hopefully you listen to the songs clips that you hear and actually listen to the whole song and um, listen on your favorite streaming service and that also helps out the artist as well all right so uh, let's get to the uh, 1994 opg description so 1994 OPG is a 270-card bilingual set <clears throat> released exclusively to the Canadian market, O Canada. Only 2,500 serial number cases um, were produced. This would be OPG's final baseball card release as an in independent company. The OPG name would later be purchased by Upper Deck, who would release an OPG-branded uh, baseball set in 2009 and continues to produce OPG hockey cards to this day. The, the four top packs in each box will yield four of the more rare inserts, Diamond Dynamos, Hot Prospects, and World Series Champions. Uh, the remaining packs will, will all yield all-star inserts. So we'll be looking for some inserts as well <clears throat> when we open this pack. The distribution was 36 packs per box, 15 cards per pack, 24 boxes per case, and only 2,500 cases produced distributed exclusively in Canada. So it's a pretty small set, 270 cards. Um, so pretty cool to have this pack that I happen to randomly have in my random rip box that I pulled. Um, so I'm looking forward to opening that. Um, has base cards, the 270. There's all-stars cards in there. Like we said, Diamond Dynamos. We'll be looking for Hot Prospects and 1993 World Champion 
uh, cards that are numbered to certain uh, amounts of numbers. So um, they're a little more valuable. I don't think much is valuable in this set, but when you find one that's numbered, it's usually a little bit more valuable. Um, one of the reverse side of the card, or on the reverse side of the card, the word Opeachy was printed over the top of the card's number, and that kind of made it hard to diff uh, difficult to read. And we'll look at that when we on the YouTube side. Whenever you, if you turn over that, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, and Raul Mondesi's card number 199 was printed without a card number, so that'd be cool to find that one. Um, so we'll be looking for some of those things when we rip open the pack, and we'll get to that in a little bit here. But we're going to do Kurt facts, Kurt facts. The Kurt Fax segment um, from episode 56, he said, um, this was a tough one to find anything interesting on. He said, I had already done a bit on Chuck uh, Finley, so the following is all I got. Most of the players were pulled were complete stiffs, and we're not saying that you were that bad. That's just kind of a, uh, something that you say whenever the players weren't that great. But hey, they all made the major leagues, so way better than I and Kurt have ever been. So um Still awesome that you made the major leagues. But here's what Kurt got. Rondell White was pulled, and he says, I just remember him as having a solid major league career with, with the Expos. In fact, he hit over 300 four years in a row from 1998 to 2001. In a 15-year career, he finished with over 1,500 hits. Man, I didn't know that about Rondell White. Almost 200 homers and close to 800 RBIs, and he was known as a great outfielder. Unfortunately, I remember him most from the fact that he got caught up in the steroid scandal in the early to mid-2000s, and he seemed to fade when the crackdown on steroids occurred. All right. Daryl Hamilton was pulled, and while I don't remember anything much about him from a baseball perspective, I think he was just an average major league player. I do remember that he was found dead along with his girlfriend in a house they shared together in 2015. It was ruled a murder-suicide where his girlfriend suspected him of cheating and, he, and killed him and then herself. Holy moly hate to take that turn for the worse there, but thanks for the information, Kurt. Didn't know that. Uh, it was it was a great but bittersweet year that year uh, of this of the card that we're looking at, um, and I think it was 1995 Donruss. So it was a great but bittersweet year for Tribe fans. That's our favorite team. As we had a great year, the team led the league in uh, all major uh, hitting categories except strikeouts, for which they were last in a great playoff run, beating Boston in, the, in Seattle in the AL playoffs before losing to the Braves in the World Series in six games. I also remember Hideo Nomo being a rookie sensation that year, and, um, and he won NL Rookie of the Year, and our cousin Mo Vaughn, who I, some say I resemble because of my size, totally a joke, everybody understands that, I'm sure, um, he, won, he won the AL MVP. Also, I believe it was this year that Cal Ripken passed Lou Gehrig's consecutive game streak. So those are some Kurt facts. Um, that he found out from the last uh, episode in the 1995 Donruss and some of the cards we pulled and some of the other things about that year that he told us. Thanks, Kurt. Always appreciate that. Um, let's see. So we're going to get over to the YouTube side in just a minute. But first, if you're thinking about uh, starting your own pos podcast, um, you should try out Buzzsprout. We use it. Buzzsprout's amazing. Um, if you follow the link in our show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card. And if you sign up for a paid plan, it helps support our show. Um, if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. All you got to do is start with some gear that you already have. 
in a quiet space. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a lot more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout's passionate about helping you succeed. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Try out Buzzsprout. All right, here's our 1994 OPG wax pack that we're going to rip here in a second. So it's pretty much um, green, um, and then it has gold. It says baseball in like goldish white uh, with baseballs interlaced or in, in each one of the letters of baseball there. Um, and it gives you um, some information. It says 1994 OPG 14 borderless premium baseball cards plus one special insert card 14 Cartes de baseball de qualité supérieure sans bordure. Sorry, that was supposed to be in French. So it's remember it's bilingual because uh, a lot of people in Canada, I'm guessing, probably speak French. Uh, plus one special insert. Um, it says one carte spécial inséré. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. People that speak French, doing the best I can. Randomly inserted cards are in there. Hot prospects, uh, Blue Jays. Um, redemption cards. Blue Jays obviously um, were very important because they're in, uh, found in Canada there. So remember this was uh, distributed and manufactured in Canada. Um, printed in Canada. Alright, so let's go ahead and open this up. 1994 Opeachy. Excited about this one's different. Oh, and our winner before we go through those is Frank Ulrich. Episode 57, Frank Ulrich, you'll get these cards, plus some other wax packs that are unopened. All right, so like it said, they are borderless. So this was that time where they started having really good photography, and uh, the cards were borderless. So here's Sammy Sosa, good first card there. He had some great years. You know, I know everybody talks about the steroids, but man, they were fun to watch hit home runs, those guys. He and Mark McGuire, especially during those couple years. Um, whether you like it or not, it was fun to watch for me. Sammy Sosa, so you got the uh, in action on the front. Then there's another uh, picture on the back in color as well, as the photography keeps getting better and better in cards at this time. And it has all their stats on the back. And as you can see, like I said, on, in the number, so the number is 161, but it says Opeachy right over top of it. So some of them were kind of tough to read. You can see that. I don't know why they did that. Uh, then it has a little bit of um, factual information about Sammy Sosa, each player there. Oh, yeah, and then on the bottom it has uh, the position they play, what team they're on, and their name uh, are the teams on the side. So pretty cool-looking card that says OPG up in the right corner. Next is Ed Sprague. We have after that, all right. This one is Tim Salmon, and this is an OPG um an OPG, kind of like a little insert card that you could send in your name and be a part of some type of sweepstakes or a uh, special offer. Uh, some types of cards you could get, I guess, in a special offer. And it says OPG All-Stars. There's 10 of 25, I guess. Different look in there. Um, Jeff Blauser, or Blauser. Edgar Martinez, man, great DH. Unbelievable. One of the best right-handed hitters of all time, I would say. Um, Wade Boggs, another 
unbelievable player, Hall of Famer right there. This is when he was on the Yankees. Spent a lot of his career in the Red Sox, but this is where he was on the Yankees. David Cohn, man, this is a good pack. Another great pitcher. Eric Hansen for the Red Legs at that time. Cal Eldred. Chuck Finley. Man, Curtis, we've got a lot of Chuck Finley cards, haven't we? Oh, my goodness. Man, this is a great pack. Some Hall of Famers, good players. Greg Maddox, definite Hall of Famer, one of the best pitchers I had ever seen. Uh, I don't know if Curtis has talked about him. That would be great to hear, but I'd have to go back and see. He may have already. Jay Buhner, he had some good years, too. Good outfielder, good hitter. Mark Witten, like he had like two grand slams in a game or something like that. I mean, it was unbelievable. He had a bunch of RBIs and a couple, I think two grand slams, I think. But not, I can't quite remember. But uh, Mark Witten had some pretty good years. He played for the Tribe, too. Robin Ventura, another good player, had a good career. And last but not least, the knuckleballer, Charlie Huff. And it's a sideways card, which is pretty cool. I think they had to do that because if you look on the back, he played so many years. Look at all the years he played. You're knuckleballers, you don't have to throw so hard. So uh, that was our 1994 OPG pack. Appreciate everybody watching the YouTube side, and we'll go ahead and finish up the podcast. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Here are uh, uh, the ways you can contact us. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs on YouTube. Just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs, and you can see the part of the podcast uh, where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Uh, send us your comments um, and rate, review, subscribe to be a part of the uh, random draw that we give out free wax packs for each week. Um, we love to hear your comments on anything you have. We're always looking to promote uh, veterans charities, so get a, hold, get a hold of us and we can help you with that. Um, also check out our new podcast, CVs tend to check out. There are two episodes out now. Uh, thanks to Curtis for researching the podcast, um, for the part that is called Kurt Facts. We appreciate him for that very much. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.